service your existing car with us right now and it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Good evening, Paul Cooney here with Barry Ferguson. The countdown well and truly on to the SPFL kickoff later this month. In fact, Barry, three weeks, five days from now. Celtic today flew out to Austria for pre-season training at altitude. I want to ask you about that. Rangers welcome John Sutter, the ex-Heart star. He had his first training session today ahead of their trip to their training camp in Portugal. But Barry, we knew, we spoke about your old friend, the great goalie who passed away at the weekend. Very suddenly at the end, we knew he had cancer. We knew it was terminal. But the papers and the websites and the radio and TV full of tributes for Andy Gorham. Yeah, and, and rightly so, um, Paul. Um, one of my heroes growing up, I'll be honest with you, getting into the, the early 90s when Rangers signed him from Hibernian for, I think it was a million pound. That was the players like McCoy, Stan Duran, um, Goffs, McCalls, Ferguson's and Loudrops and Gascoins. But Andy Gorham, when you, a wee boy down the park and you get Shoved in goals for your five-minute spell. You always, I always used to kid on. I was, I was Andy Gorham, so he was certainly one of my heroes growing up. When you we got the news ten weeks ago that he had terminal cancer, um, they'd given him six months to live, and he's he's only lasted um, ten weeks. Um, it was really sad news. And watch Sky Sports. Some of the um, the pictures of him playing with, with Rangers, some of the saves that he, he made. He, he was a phenomenal goalkeeper, um, no doubt about it. Um, so it was a, a sad day when the news came through on and, and Saturday morning, Paul. So many of your old colleagues have been on, and uh, Celtic players as well. They're today in the paper, look at the back page there, Pierre van Hooydonk saying, Andy, you were unbelievable. And that was maybe one of the finest saves you ever saw against Pierre van Hooydonk in an old firm derby. <laughs> unbelievable um, save. I remember Tommy Burns famous quote um, about Andy Gorham but when you're watching back the footage some of the, the saves that he, he, he made and certainly against Celtic um, were phenomenal phenomenal saves and it was interesting to see his career um, getting let go at West Brom I, I was watching it close they thought he was too small went to Oldham yeah. and worked his way up got his move to Hibs and then he became an absolute legend at, um, at Rangers and then also went on to continue to play after that at Murrow had a spell at Man United as well what a went, spell. Yep, and went down the leagues in, in Scotland. Um, but listen, one, one of my favourite players um, and one of my heroes growing up. And people say, never meet your he heroes. But in your case... I've met he, plenty of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I've met plenty of them. And he, he was he was a, a, a top player. As I said, you, growing up a, a Rangers player, why could you not... Um, Want to be like Andy Gorham or, or as the players that I mentioned, McCoy's and Durant's and McCall's and Ferguson, guys like that. But um, his attitude, that was one of the things that he was a he was a winner, a yeah. proper winner. You mm. could see it in him when he when he was playing the Rangers. If he lost a goal 
and I remember as a young kid watching him at, at training if somebody scored against him in training he would go absolute mental put yeah. the ball away mm-hmm. um, that's the standards that he had and that's the standards that you had to um, you had to have if you wanted to be a Rangers player and of course another goalkeeper followed him didn't he a few years later but Alan McGregor has that same attitude he hates to lose anything exactly the same attitude um, probably around about the same size as the, the goalie yeah. Slightly taller. Uh, as well yeah no, no much taller and a lot of people say you need to be six foot plus to be a, a top goalkeeper but Andy Gorham and, and Alan McGregor are, are top goalkeepers and they're not the, the biggest of people and for Scotland as well he was a hero I remember at the, the World Cup in 1990 um, and I remember beforehand in 98 actually over in uh, France mm-hmm. um, and he wasn't happy that he was dropped beforehand and he came back from America in one of them because he thought well, if I'm not going to play I'm not going to stay out here at the camp because he had his own mind yeah he, he believed that he yeah. was he was the number one I, I think if you ask um, the players that were involved in that that squad at the time they would probably have said I mean Jim Layton was a, an excellent goalkeeper as well but I mean that Andy Gorham was was um, top class um, but look as I said it was when you get the news 10 weeks ago You've got six months to, to live. It's a bit of a shock when over the last week you, you've heard a few people um, say that he's he's went downhill slightly and and whatever. And to get the news on, on Saturday morning, um, yeah, it was it was devastating to be honest. And remarkable that he spoke just ten days before at the fundraiser in Airdrie. Yeah, I, I seen yeah. that there were um, there was a few of the ex players there and mm. ex Celtic players, which was brilliant to see. Um, Simon Donnelly was there. Mm. Peter Grant was there. I said Peter left from the studio here yeah, last week. I mean, Wednesday. that just shows yeah. you what, what people thought of him um, and what they thought he, what type of goalkeeper he was. And not just the type of goalkeeper, the type of person he, he was as well. Um, he liked a, a glass of red wine, as I think yeah. a lot of people knew. Um, but as I said, it's um, sad news for hundreds of thousands of Rangers fans and, and certainly the people who were close to him and his family as well. Thanks, Barry. His tribute, your tribute to uh, the late great Andy Gorham, the goalie. That's everyone. Yeah, that's yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. You, you never called him Andy or, or other nicknames. It was always the goalie. Yeah, um, that's what he was remembered for, and and what a top class goalkeeper he was. He sure is. Some of the other headlines then tonight, as I mentioned earlier, Rangers will be off to Portugal. John Souter turned up today for the first time in the Rangers track. So it's just weeks ago that he played so well against uh, Rangers in the cup final. Uh, some of the other headlines, Southampton now leading the Joe Aribo race. We're calling it ahead of Crystal Palace. Will he stay or will he go? Rangers have rejected a loan offer from Auxerre for Fashion Sakala. GVB has high hopes for him. So we'll talk about that in a second or two. And for Celtic, Joe Hart has welcomed Ben Segrist, the competition for the number one jersey. And Callum McGregor, the captain, hopes Celtic will sign a couple more players before the window shuts. And of course, they got Jota the other day. And they've been greedy, Barry, the number of signings that Celtic have. Uh, I'm joking. But Celtic doing the business early. Um, we're talking about them tonight. We'll talk about Rangers as well, but we went over the Rangers uh, team and what might happen uh, over the weekend. Can I ask you about Arebo? What do you reckon? Is he going to be on the move? And what about Southampton? I can see why they're in, yeah. interested in him, Paul. He's uh, for me, he's a, he's a top midfielder. He, he's grew into a, to be a top midfielder. That some of the performances. I thought the first half of the season, he was the best player in Scotland. Obviously, went away to the the African Nations, um, and his form slightly dipped when when he came back. Um, but for me, he's a top level player. 
and I'm not surprised um, there's been a number of clubs Crystal Palace Nottingham Forest Aston Villa now Southampton um, so that will be a worry for the Rangers fans because you want to try and keep your top quality players mm. but again money talks Paul um, every player has a valuation and I think if that valuation certainly we, we are able going into his last year his mm. contract if that valuation is met and he doesn't want to commit to Rangers then Rangers might need to um, do business but he's a player I would like to think that Rangers are trying to get on a longer term contract because I really like him I like him in that number 10 position but the, the beauty of Rebo is well he can play anywhere across the, the, yep. the midfield um, but we just need to wait and see it's this time of season Paul um, the window shuts in about <laughs> what 11 weeks time um, so, 59 days yep. 5 hours 49 minutes but I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised yeah. with the with the performances he's put in for for Rangers um, domestically and certainly in Europe. So many uh, signings down south, aren't there? There's a lot in the goal. We'll talk about that during the next hour. It's the one-hour summer special here. For Celtic, Callum McGregor says they want more signings. Jota signed on the dotted line. Finally, on Friday, we heard a wee bit from him. Uh, he said he's got a lot more to give. Well, I think the club speaks for itself and the experience that I had last season was, was amazing. So I think it was an easy choice to make. I'm really happy on staying here. That's what I want for me. And um, I just wait, I just can't wait to, to develop more under the team and to conquer a lot of things. So Barry, what are you thinking? Callum McGregor saying they want a few more signings. Where would they be if you were in charge at Celtic? Um, good question. Well, I would have probably say left back because Taylor's not got much competition with Scales going to Aberdeen, but they've signed the, the, the young man from Argentina. Alessandro um, Bernabe. Yep. Yep. I, I, I think probably if you're looking at Celtic, a dominant midfielder mm -hmm. in that holding position. Um, I think that's one area that Postacoglu will be looking to to strengthen. But as I said, I always maintain this. When you're on top, that's the best time to strengthen. And Callum McGregor saying that he hopes to, to see another couple of players come in through the door. Um, if you want to be um, a really top team, you always need new players coming in because it, it, it makes you sit up and take notice because if you're sitting in that dressing room I go back to me as a player when you start at pre-season when you see new players coming in even in your position that meant that you had to even go up a level to yep. make sure that you kept your, your place in the start of 11 so I always think it's important that clubs who finish the season the high who are winning trophies always look to strengthen their squads and, and that's what Celtic are certainly trying to do Rangers in, at this moment in time it's pretty quiet but I'm sure that will hot up in the coming weeks yeah even audio wise there hasn't been any yep. no interviews so far but that surely will change in Portugal so see when a, another player came in either a big money signing or somebody you see amazing talent does it just give you that wee extra spur to give another percentage point to make sure you're the best you can be yeah you, you want that as for your team as well because mm. I, I think if you, you have a successful season um, it's always good to to see new players come through the door and good quality players and always enjoyed good quality players coming in my position because um, I knew that I had to make sure I trained well and when I got on that that stepped on that pitch sorry I had to make sure that my performances were at a decent level because if they weren't at a decent level there was somebody either sitting on that bench or in that stand ready to take your, your place. So I think if you want to be a successful team, competition for places is massive for me.
Sure is. Celtic are in Austria and part of it is altitude training, Barry. And you've mm. you've trained in Austria and you yep. touched on it on Friday. We're going to tell the listeners what's it like and why are they doing it? Um, well, I've been to Austria three times uh, pre-season. It was probably the hardest pre-season that, that I had um, came across. Yeah. Obviously, the altitude, you're, you're training above sea level. It, it was tough that week or 10 days you were away but you felt the benefits Paul when you come back is it hard to get a breath yeah it's hard yep. to get a breath mm. yep it's um, and that's why I think a number of managers and a number of clubs take that opportunity and Austria is quite a popular destination for clubs to go um, I'll be up in the the mountains you're out the way everything small villages with nothing to do there's just a hotel a few houses and a few football pitches but that's what you go in pre-season, you go and you, you go away to focus on um, doing one thing and that's getting fit as possible. And I always thought when I'd done altitude training, I felt the benefits um, from it, certainly when I, I get back home, to whether it was England or, or Scotland. So I can see the reason why Celtic are doing that. Why would others not do that? Because Rangers fans might think, well, well why are we not going to altitude training? Well, listen, it's up to the manager, I mean, yeah. And the Rangers signs. are going to yeah. Portugal where it's yeah. going to be 30 plus degrees mm. as well. It's it's tough to, to train in, in their conditions as well. But I always felt, my, my own opinion, I felt that I get the benefit of, of training at altitude. Um, that's the, the three times that I've done it. Certainly I come back feeling a lot fitter than I, I did going different places. Some of the other headlines today, Aaron Hickey is set to complete a transfer to Brentford this week what do you think about it the ex-Hearts player yeah um, I could see I mean I haven't seen too much of him but oh. obviously I'd mm. seen a, a bit of him at Hearts in Bologna was it paid £3 million yeah. mm -hmm. uh, round about that and he could and get and he's went over there and he's went over into a tough league listen you need to be a good defender to play in Serie A and he certainly went over to Bologna and, and produced the goods and you could see it in a Scotland shirt um, you could see the huge potential he's got and what a bit of business Mm, in Bologna signing him for £3 million and I think the fee will rise up to around about £17 million pound mark stage but yeah that's it could be yep massive um, profit and he looks yep. to me that he could um, no doubt in my mind play in the Premier League and listen that's brilliant for the Scottish national team as well you wonder why he wasn't picked up again by Celtic or Rangers you do wonder because you spoke about it two years ago what about Aaron Hickey yep there's there's a number of players the one that jumps to me is John McGinn <laughs> in Celtic was Do you have to say that to the Celtic fans? Yeah, you got to throw I that mean, one in. But that's the one that, that, that jumps out at me. That three million pound Celtic wouldn't go to the three and a half million pound. Aston Villa did, and look what they've got now. They've got a 40, 50 million pound player in their hands, and and similar to Hickey, and there's a lot of young players who um, are like that, and you, you are surprised at times that neither Rangers or Celtic. Um, I, I wouldn't say gamble because these are good players. Um, it, it does surprise me that they don't go and try and sign them um, but look it's proven that they go away to, whether it's Serie A or mm. down England they've went on and they've, they've went and played at the, the highest level and it's brilliant to see as I said yeah. it's great for the Scottish Scottish mm. game in a whole that these players are going and, and playing at the highest level Lyndon Dykes for example I'm not saying he's, he's not an Aaron Hickey completely different player but went to QPR wasn't a lot of money and I remember you thinking he could have been for Rangers well for a million pound um, again I don't like using the word gamble I would have went and, and, and took a shot yep. on that mm -hmm. one um, listen that a million pound up in Scotland it is a bit of money but I think it's worth it 
And as you said, you've got John McGinn, you've got Hickey, you've got my young nephew, Lewis, just now, who's um, been earmarked by a number of clubs down in England and in, in Italy. I don't know what that fee is. Is it £2 million, £2.5 million? Pound? I think these players have got the potential to play at an old firm club. Have you been on the phone to him at the weekend? Can you tell us here in Go Radio? Is he no, speaking Italian? No, listen, he, Ciao. he's he intelligent can... enough to go yeah. and make his own decisions. I, I believe that for his development, he does need to go and play at a, a higher level. No disrespect to Aberdeen, because I did say, um, and I never get quoted on this, Aberdeen has been really good for Lewis as well, for giving him the platform, as his Hamilton Ackies have. But I do believe he's at the stage in his career that he needs to go and make that next step, um, whether that's at a Rangers, whether that's at a Celtic, whether that's at a club down south or abroad. We just need to wait and see. But um, it'll be interesting over the next... Seven weeks mm -hmm. to see where he ends up. You could be visiting him maybe over in Italy. Who knows? We don't know. Maybe yeah, we're here in Glasgow. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind. A, I wouldn't mind a wee um, trip over to Italy. Nice food, nice wine. Of course. You get the family all over the place. Your son down in England playing and all the rest. So, yeah. Yep. It's going to be a busy year. Yeah. Yeah, it's going you. to be a busy year. Yeah, my son's down in, uh, he's just signed with Harrogate. So, I look forward to get down and, and watching a few games in, in League Two um, down there as well. Some of the other headlines today, Everton are in talks to replace Rangers in the Sydney Cup. Remember the Sydney Cup? It was going to be Rangers <laughs> and Celtic. Um, Rangers. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I mean, I've just seen them. I'm watching yeah. Sky Sports here. Duncan yeah. Ferguson just left at Everton. Um, Breaking news. Yep, yeah, which he's... Uh, he's been there a long time. Yeah, he's part of the furniture there. Big, big dunk. It says that he's wanting to go away and exercise his own managerial opportunities. Um and he's been there a long time. He's an absolute hero there, big. Yeah, big they absolutely yeah, totally love him, love him, don't love him they? down yeah. there. And I do yeah. think he's manager, manager yeah. sorry material. People thought he would get it, maybe. I had, I had I, yeah, think. I did think, because yeah. he's had a couple of um, goes at it mm -hmm. in terms of standing in for when managers have been sacked um, and their results have picked up. And I, I did think the last time when the, the Everton manager gets sacked, I, I did think he might have got that opportunity. So that's one that he's maybe disappointed in and he's... Mm -hmm. He's wanting to go and, and try um, other opportunities and, yep, and see what's out there. But I do think he's got the potential to be a, a really good manager, Big Dunk. He was a major player there at Goodison, wasn't he? Yeah, he, was he was like was the permanent coach, was wasn't he? Player. By the club. So managers would come and go, Ancelotti, you know, all the rest of them. But he was there and he was almost the, the he permanent He knows the club fixture. inside out. Yeah. I think it's always important that you, you have somebody at a club yeah. who knows... Inside out, so how good was he as a player? Somebody of his height. I was only I was yeah. only young when he yeah. obviously Rangers splashed out a bit of money on him mm. coming for Dundee United. Um, big gangly, but see technically, Oof. he was really good as well. Mm. Just a, a lot yeah. of people think of the size of him. Just, they just think about heading the ball, but his first touch and link up play was was really good. And obviously, he did well at Rangers, but obviously went down to. England and um, became a, an absolute legend at Everton got a move went, remember he went to Newcastle, Newcastle I know. and then back to Everton shocked again. everyone because yeah, he had the tattoo doesn't he yep. um, I used to love watching Big I, Dunk and um, as I said surprising that he's he's left Everton there's Barry Ferguson with the breaking news Big Duncan Ferguson has left Everton and Everton could well replace Rangers in the Sydney Cup that's going to be in November when it's going to be World Cup time still a decent tournament down there and it's a good place <laughs> is that it? still happening? And yeah, yeah but I believe so yeah Nathan Patterson maybe up against uh, Celtic yeah yep uh, listen one thing when, when Celtic go out there they'll get an unbelievable reception obviously mm -hmm. Postacoglu now Harry Kuehl of course who's yep. an Australian 
football legend as as well. So they'll get well looked after down there. And as you say, is Everton. Everton have got some top players. So interesting yeah. to see if it is Everton who replace um, obviously Rangers. Although Rangers fans would have come out in huge numbers as well. Can you imagine that part of the world? They're desperate to see their teams. Yeah, I was always yeah. with the mind. I understand the frustrations where it was coming from for the Rangers fans, but also there's you speak to Big Oz. Of course, I mean, yeah. the following moves, down yeah. under, yeah, from for Rangers and mm. Celtic, there's there's hundreds of supporters clubs down there. So it would have been it would have been nice for these um, men and women and children to, to see their heroes close up. But listen, Rangers made the decision. Celtic are still going, and it looks like Everton are going to replace them. Paul and Barry on American Independence Day. I'm going to ask you who's the best American player you played alongside. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go! Thanks Chris for the traffic and travel Paul Cooney with the former Rangers in Scotland Blackburn Rovers, Birmingham City And Blackpool legend Barry Ferguson is in the house tonight You're looking pretty fit Barry but How's the training going? Because this Friday is the Masters at Brayhead yeah, it's going as well as it can. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it's just, you know what it's like, you want to try and get as fit as possible, yeah. Paul, but when you try um, and you do a bit too much, the old injuries mm. um, from your playing days start to crop up. Mm. Um, so sometimes I need to be realistic and I can't run as much or as fast mm. or as long as I could when I was um, playing. But no, it's going all right. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it because there's a lot of... A lot of top players I'm going to be sure. playing with in yeah. the, the Rangers team, but also going to be coming up against some top players in the, the Celtic team, Man United and, and Liverpool. Liverpool. So I think it'll be a, a, a great night and it's always good to, to meet up with ex-teammates as well um, and play against guys that you, you had a few battles with as well in the past. Did you do about an hour's training today? Yep, just un, just um, under an hour. Mm. Um, look, I, I enjoy training, I enjoy keeping fit. Um, as I said, it's just... Sometimes niggly wee injuries for, from um, your playing days. Do you almost feel the same always... as you were, like 10 years ago? And then the body... Oh, you, not... Listen, the mind yeah. still works. Huh? It's just sometimes the legs don't take you yeah. where you want to uh, get to. Um, but listen, that's just part of getting older. Because um, yep. as I said, I'm not getting any younger. I'm 45 um, soon. Right. So We're all getting a wee bit older, Barry. Yeah. But, yeah, you get but I'm looking forward to it, Paul. Oh. It'll be a... It'll be a Good occasion, yeah. Yep. Hopefully, it'll be a full house, and and I'm sure the fans like to see um, the ex players who used to play for the clubs. The support, it's great names, aren't there? Yeah, yeah. There is. There's a lot of good names, and I'm sure there'll be some good football in, involved. And um, yeah, as I said, I'm really looking forward to it. Can I throw a name at you then? Fourth mm. of July, American Independence Day. We've got a few uh, flags up yeah. there. You quite like the colours anyway, don't you? The American flag. The colours are yeah. <laughs> up my street. So, so um, Claudia Arena, great American player. For yeah. those who don't remember, most of our listeners will. Mm. How good was he? Where did he play? One of the best players. I always say it when people ask me the question, mm. who's the best? And I mean, I've played with some incredible players. Mm. But Claudia Arena's up there. Um Again, one of the players I didn't know too much about. We signed him from Wolfsburg mm -hmm. in, in Germany. And he came across, and I knew after a, a couple of sessions um, what a player we've got here. He could play central midfield, he could play in the right. He played it right back at times. Um, but phenomenal 
phenomenal football player. Um, could get about the pitch, was aggressive. He'd, he'd everything in the locker, uh, Claudio, and he was he was um, brilliant to play with. And he's up there with the the best that I've played with. And Americans loved him as well. He went south as well, didn't he? Yeah, he played yep. down at Man City mm -hmm. and Sunderland, yep. Sunderland in the, in the yeah. Premier League. Um, and I think he's sporting director at New York Red Bulls, I right, think, uh -huh. or New York City. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not too sure. And sure. um, the MLS, one of the ones. Um, I'm sure James will check that out for James us. will know. But yep. he's still involved in football yep. and his young yep. son. Playing at Bush Bush, well, that's right came up during the year yep, didn't and he it? looks yeah. if he's going of to course. be a proper yeah. player as well um, and a great connection with GVB yep yep he's one that maybe Rangers could get in loan All you right. never know uh -huh. you never know um, him there and then Larson to Celtic maybe yeah I've seen <laughs> Jordan that as well. Larson. Yep. Yeah. he looks spitting image his dad that'd be great the two of them coming wouldn't it yeah, yeah. I mean they've got a lot to to go to be as good as their, mm. their, their dads. Um, I think that's a curse, sorry, if it's your son or your nephew. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's... it's some, Ferguson, you're related to Barry and Yeah, and sometimes it's difficult um, for them because um, they always get labelled, oh, that's your son or that's your nephew. I, I don't like that because they're their own people mm. and they make their own path in their, their, their career. Did, um, did you so get a was, bit of that at the beginning about Derek? Oh, well, yeah, I got it. I got yeah. it for a young age. Well, that's... Um, it's Derek's young young brother. I mean, but my brother was one of my heroes. You know what I mean? Some players. Yeah, it? I used to love going watching him and and Durant in the middle of the pitch when they were younger. They were unbelievable. They were partners. a special company. Yeah, they were. How old were they? Were only what twenty? No, even younger. 19? I used to go and yeah, watch yeah. from yeah. my, my my dad. And yeah. Um, yeah, I got that. But do you know what? It made me more determined. You know what I mean? I, I wanted to be my own name and make my own career. Um, but listen, it's always going to happen. That I had it. Um, my son had it as well. Lewis is getting it a wee bit. But listen, they're strong characters and, yeah. and they're, they're making their own career and they're being successful. And that's the most important thing, yeah. Paul. Get a strong family. Did your dad ever say which one was the better player? You or Derek? No, I've, never, I've actually <laughs> never asked him. Wait, let's ask him. <laughs> dad. No. I'll tell you, he was some player. I think, it, I, well, my it, brother. Uh -huh. It yeah. should have been longer. Yeah, I mean, it, it, probably. Should, it should have been. Yeah. Yep. But um, obviously, had fallen out with, with Sunnis and, and went to, to Hearts. And at that time, I think it was 1990, 89, 1990, mm -hmm. around about that mark, and Hearts paid 750,000. Was that Alec McDonald at that time? Yep, that's Sandy right. Sandy Jardin. Yep, that's right. Um, I think Joe Jordan. Oh, yeah. Was manager there Big as Joe, well. Joe Jordan. Um, down to Sunderland. Yep. Um, played down there. And, um, used to go down and watch him every second week with my with my dad um, so that's just that stuck my mind I've never yeah, yeah. I might ask my dad once I've got a couple of beers in me one night go on <laughs> <laughs> dad phone 0808 1717 no, but he was nah. listen he was a, oh, a, a top sure. player absolutely Talking but Durante about... as well yeah. oh, yeah. I mean I don't like getting back into about the injury or whatever no, but I, I would have loved to have seen yeah. him if he never got that injury because he was still a top player after the injury he was um, but that did hold him back a wee bit. I would have loved to have seen him go and have a right run at it, injury free. And even at a young age, you could yeah. you tell. I mean, he was late runs into the box, goal scoring midfielder, um, a right throwback. Um, he would have been no, he, he was a top player. Mm -hmm. um, but it would have been interesting to see 
It would have been phenomenal. When you came in then, final question on this, but did yep. people say to you you were a young version of Ian Durant and your, your big brother Derek? You yeah, did, you did a bit of both. Yeah, the, yep. people did, did say that. But again, it's one of the ones where, listen, it's great to get labelled with these sort of mm. players, but I always, had, I, always, I always had a mindset, Paul, that I wanted to be my own, make my own career and, and be my own type of player. Um, but they were guys that I looked up to and I took bits out of and... I was lucky enough as a, a young boy to go into Ibrooks and be amongst all these sort of players at the McCoy's, Durant's and Goff's and John Brown's and Ian Ferguson's guys like that, yeah. to be amongst them and listen to them and see how they train. That was the biggest eye-opener for me when I was a young kid, watching and the goalie who we spoke about at the start of the yep. show. Watch mm -hmm. these guys train. They trained like it was their last training session. Did they? That's, yeah. that's the kind of attitude and that's the attitude that I took into my into my career because I'm, I'm a big believer in you've got to train the way you want to play mm -hmm. on a Saturday or a Tuesday or a Wednesday so do you think that's how they got to the nine in a row that's 100% that, how that group of players under Walter Smith were so successful because mm -hmm. the way they train they knew how to enjoy themselves <laughs> but I, listen you what I used mm -hmm. to stand at the side when I was a young kid after we'd finished our training or you were injured you would have to go up and help with the first team and you watch these guys train wow how important is it the team spirit? And I'm thinking of Rangers and Celtic as we go into the new season then. It's too early to say we'll have to see what the Rangers dressing room looks like, you know, in 59 days or whatever. And Celtic might have some more signings as well. But I wonder what the mix of the players is like. Um, could you say who the... I'm not going to ask you who's going to win. It's far too early. Mm. Are Celtic in pole position? Though, yeah, because they won it? yeah, I mean, Celtic have got to be favourites because mm. they're champions. Um, there's the pressures that come with that. Um once Postacoglu came in at the start of the season, I mean, it was a, a hell of a, hell of a, a turnover of players and sometimes you wonder if that's going to work, but you've got to give them credit for the amount of players that have come in. Um, and guys who, again, go back to it, never heard of before, like the, the Japanese boys um, coming in who have been unbelievable players for Celtic. So at this moment in time, yeah, you have got to say that Celtic are our favourites because they are reigning champions um, they've made some signings they've done business pretty early um, but again it's still early Paul there's, there's still I think I think Rangers have still to do a fair bit of business as yet and again I, I, I believe I said at the start of last season I think it's going to go right down to the wire again um, there, there's, there's no doubt about it Good piece from Keith Jackson in the record this morning and um, he's talking about Ange Postacoglu and what he's done in the last year. Miracle work at Ange facing toughest challenge yet as Europe's finest loom large for his rebuilt dream team. Um, and that's true, isn't it? It's um, their favourites at the moment for the title again. But in Europe, it's Rangers have set the pace mm. going all the way to the final of the Europa League. And for Celtic, it's been a number of years since they got yeah, to Champions struggled. League. They they, have, they, haven't they? No, yeah. no doubt they've struggled in Europe. And that'll be one of the things that I'm sure Posta Coglu and his, his coaching staff and they'll be adamant that they need to try and, and get that domestic form into European form. Because um, I said it's been pretty poor, pretty dire if you look over the, the last few years and the flip side that Rangers and um, Europa League, albeit it's not the Champions League, but you're still coming up against some tough teams. Um, but that's... That's where you pit your wits against the best in the mm. Champions League. Celtic are in it. Rangers have still got to get in it. Mm. Um, it'll be tough for them, but they need to make sure they get in it. Is that Because I think last year, that was disappointing. Yeah. No disrespect to Malmo. 
But Rangers should be beating teams like Malmo. You're still kicking yourself about that, aren't you? You know, we're talking. Yeah, I, I, I was. Yeah. I was really disappointed. Yeah. And I'm sure the Rangers fans were. And I seen um, who was it? it, it done the Scotty Arfield mm -hmm. done an interview there. I think at the, the end of the week saying that Rangers need to make sure they get into the Champions League because that wasn't good enough. Um, last year losing to Malmo brilliant Europa League listen it's still Europe but that's where you want to be as a Champions League sure is and to have both of them would be phenomenal Rangers did so well to get Scotland in the position where we've got the automatic place Celtic benefiting and what's stopping Rangers from getting there it's not impossible to get no, in the but Champions they've got to make sure they get there Yeah, sure. they've got to do everything in their power and make sure they, they make sure they're in that group stage Um because you just see, Paul, the finances that come with. It's phenomenal, it can make isn't a it? Hell yeah. of a difference. See, for Celtic, before we move uh, on to some other things, including I want to talk about a young Rangers player, ask you about him. But um, for Celtic, the holding midfielder you said that they could do with, mm -hmm. that's obviously with an eye to Europe as well, because they can't play exactly the way they've played in the SPFL against a, a PSG or a Man City or. No, it's uh, no disrespect, but you're going up levels when you yeah. play in the Champions League. Um, but in terms of. You were asking me about who do I think or what positions do I think mm. Celtic need to strengthen. That is one of the, the positions that I think that they're looking for a a dominant number six in, in the middle of the, the, the pitch. Beaton's away now. He could play that. Callum McGregor does play it. Um, but you've got James McCarthy who really didn't get much game time. This, this is a big pre-season for him as uh, as well. Um, so that that is one area that I would imagine that Celtic are looking to, to strengthen. Reading are reported on the Sunsport website, uh, Reading monitoring Bolingoli. And there's a name you don't hear too often, the Celtic defender. Yeah, Alec Ray's down there yeah. as well. He's oh, of assistant. course. Yeah. Paul Lynch is the manager yeah. Yeah. down there. Um, yeah, look, I don't think he's got a future at the club. Um, so he needs to go elsewhere. There's two, two guys in his position. Um, so he needs to go and, and play I wouldn't imagine that a professional's happy just to sit in the background and pick mm. up your wages and, and no kick a ball you want to play football as a, a professional and it looks to me he's no chance of playing at Celtic so he needs to move on well somebody who we spoke about throughout the spring he had a great tour didn't he holidays Jota we're talking about but I see he wore some of the club gear on holiday you know said some of the training tops on or something so it was a sign that he was going to sign he signed on Friday and of course, he's talking about the Champions League. Of course, it's always a trigger for a player to come and play in the Champions League. We have to be honest about that. And um, I'm no exception. It was something that I really liked it. And to live this moment in this club, everyone kept on saying to me, like, Jota is something special. So you you better stay, stay in Celtic. So it happened. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm delighted that I'm here and I really want to live... Uh, a lot of good moments with Celtic he wants a lot of good moments not too many you hope Barry but uh, yeah, oh, he's great to watch isn't he yeah I'll be honest with you um, I was I wasn't shocked but just his, his level of his level of play at times um, he was, he's a match winner no doubt about it uh, when he's on fire he's hard to stop and I can see why uh, sorry Celtic I've splashed out the six and a half million pound. I actually think it's a good deal at that that sort of money. But again, if he goes and produces that sort of form he did last season, Paul, Celtic will struggle to keep a hold of him. 
It's a steal, isn't it? Six and a half million. Uh, yeah, yeah, for the quality that he produced mm. when he was fat, um, it was a difference at times. A lot of people going about like Kyogo, rightly so, for his goals, Callum McGregor, um, the main man in the, the middle of the pitch. But when Jota yeah. was in fire, um, he's got that something different in the, the final third, that bit of magic. Um, and that's why Celtic have, have went and paid the, the six and a half million pound for him and I, I think that sort of money for the level of performances he put in I think it's a real good deal for Celtic Barry's already said Celtic would start the favourites at the moment given that they've won it and they've made the recruitment yeah early. the pressure's on Celtic yeah, yeah. indeed you're putting it on them <laughs> and for Rangers then pressure on the on the, the transfer department you know the, the football yeah, department yeah they need to support the manager yeah, yeah. but it's, it's great that they've signed up Golson, McGregor mm-hmm. Davis Arfield but the Rangers fans want to see players come in and, and again I'll go back to that word competition for places Paul it's so important if you want to be a, a successful team back in a moment The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go, 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 go. At Wimbledon this afternoon Jamie Murray it's over for him Barry because he and Piers are out and of course last night in the mixed doubles he went out with uh, Venus Williams it just didn't happen for him so Jamie out of Wimbledon yeah I mean disappointing I mean I love Wimbledon yeah. love it yeah. love it um, love tuning into it um, watched uh, watched it all day yesterday did you yeah, 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 yeah. listen whether it's doubles mixed doubles yeah. whether it's the, the women or, or the men um, but as I says to you mate top top athletes these yep. these people mm. um, as I said I, I love it and no trying to play it it's, yep. what a difficult game yeah, it course, is yeah. I'm going um, to talk about it tonight I'm meeting up with Ross King who's just in from LA he was at Wimbledon along with his sister Elaine it's her birthday today so happy birthday Elaine I'll hear all yeah, about Wimbledon have yeah. you been? I have yeah, yeah I've been with him before I mean, amazing I don't yeah. think the TV does it justice until you actually some spectacle isn't yeah, it yeah it's unbelievable unbelievable you having place. the pims and all that were you doing a wee bit of that? no no well, no, in fact, I did have did. a couple of pims. <laughs> but not like you, you're probably having the champagne. No, no, you? it was the pims, no. Ah, right. <laughs> At the prices in Wimbledon, you kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Strawberries and, and champagne. Oh, yeah, the full bit. You have to. Yeah, yeah you've got to do all that, haven't you? <laughs> so, Are you a VIP? No, 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 not at all. You're in no, the Royal it, Box it was or something, No, you? not at all. But it's brilliant, isn't it? Who's going to win it? Are you still thinking it's going to be Djokovic against Nadal? Do you reckon? Uh, yeah, in the yeah, final? I mean, Hard to see past yeah, them, isn't it? As yeah. they, they two are, are phenomenal. They're, they've been at the the highest level for so many, so many years. It's it's um, difficult to see past one of the two. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm split between the two of them. Okay. Yeah, Cameron Norrie's doing well, and his dad, of course, is Glasgow, yeah, and I know he's a big Rangers yeah, fan. I've seen I, that. I see he's been invited up. Yeah, I was cheering yeah. him on yesterday because <laughs> he was Rangers. Yeah, I was cheering him on yesterday <laughs> yeah. um, into the the, the quarterfinals. Yeah, um, and I've seen obviously the Rangers connection, and Rangers <laughs> have invited them um, up to a game, so I'm yep. sure he'll he'll take take that up. Um, so that's yep. why obviously I was. Delighted to see him get through Paul into the quarters. Big smile from Barry there on a day when Callum McGregor says he hopes Celtic will sign a couple of more players before the window shuts. Joe Hart welcomes Ben Segrist, the competition. Yeah. And that is good. You said that on Friday. Yeah, I mean, for, I said at the start of last season, there was a lot of people questioning Joe Hart. Has he still got that drive in him or whatever? But I, I says, listen, you're signing a top goalkeeper. I know him personally, obviously, we're playing with, with Joe 
I know it was a few years ago, but he's not had the, the best of times over the last two or three years in terms of playing games. But listen, you've seen what a top goalkeeper he was last season for, for Celtic. But I think that's a brilliant sign in Segrist. Sure is. I'll be honest with you. Yep. Uh, and a free transfer. He always stood out when he played with Dundee United. Um, and I'm sure he'll push Joe um, all the way to try and get a, get that number one spot. I don't think he's coming in there just to pick up a good salary and be number two. I'm sure he's got the mindset of going into trying to be um, number one because he's got the ability to be number one. Yep. Alan Hutton, former Rangers and Tottenham star. Is he playing? Yep, he's yes. playing. He's one he of his top players. Well. He was an absolute yep. machine what career he had so yeah. he tips Leon King for a starting place for Rangers do you see that happening? not next season I think he's got potential to be a Rangers player I, I do um, what's so good about him? I just like the size of him I mm. think he's he's got a good manner about him good attitude about him he, he, he looks to me if he's willing to learn and that's the key with young players they're willing to learn and, and go and speak to the the more experienced guys and um, he's certainly a player that I think could become a a starting player for, for Rangers I spoke about him in Lowry um, I think next season's to push to get into the 18 then I think the following season um, that's where they've got to go and make their, their mark um, but I hope it's next season I would love I, I love nothing more than a young player coming through a system and going, going on to become a regular in the, the first team certainly at at Rangers and I believe Leon, Leon King has got the potential next season I'm unsure but I would love to see it maybe see a bit more of Alex Lowry in the coming season because he yeah, showed he was, an, he was another one I mean I, I've seen him a, a num, number of times um, he's certainly again he's got all the ability in the world he, he's a bit different from your normal midfielder you see he glides with the, with the ball he's he's, um, he's got an eye for goal he broke onto the scene um, and I'm sure the Rangers fans uh, were excited to see him but as a Rangers fan I'm excited to see young players now starting to go and, and make a fist at it and trying to get into that, that starting 11 yep. um, and as I said that's what it's all about breaking into that 11 as a young player What would you say about Leon Balogun? I see Alfredo Morelos has paid tribute to his old colleague who's on his way out he's gone now Leon Balogun yeah, did I a like, decent job Yeah I liked him yeah. Um I thought he'd done a real good job for, for Rangers. Um, again, he was a player I knew of, but when Rangers signed him for Wigan, you're, you're unsure, can he, he do a job? But he's certainly done a really good job, um, Balogun. And that's the reason why probably Giovanni's let him go, because of the emergency of Leon King and obviously John Souter um, coming in. Um, but no, he was a real good servant for, for Rangers. If you're just tuning in, we're in Glasgow's own Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson, the Go Radio Football Show with Mackling Motors. And the breaking news in the last hour, Duncan Ferguson has left his role as assistant manager to pursue his managerial ambition. That sounds as though there could be something in the offing, although it's hard to see at this stage of the season because it's... I can't can't think of many jobs that are... Vacant. Derby. Sure. Oh, that good They've just been took over now. Um, That's a great shout. Uh, it, it could be one of the ones but I'm sure the Everton fans mm. are absolutely devastated because mm. he yeah. was as I said a, a hero but not just because of what he'd done as a, a player mm. he had a really good a lot of good things about him as a, a, a coach as well and a motivator um, so yeah I'm surprised to I'm surprised yeah. to see that mm. happen 
down south, Chelsea in advance talks now with Raheem Sterling from Man City. We mentioned it and Freddie looks as though it'll happen. I know that's a good one. You're happy with that for Sterling to move to Chelsea? Yeah, I, I think he would struggle to get into the... Mm. For game time last season, he, he struggled at Man City. Um, and I think he'll struggle even this season. So... But he's still a top player, oh, Paul. Yes. Still a top he's only, player. Is he 27? Yeah, I think 28. just 28. 28. He's younger than you would think yeah, he's, he's been still around for best, so long. Best yep. years ahead sure. of him. Yep. The amount of experience in games and the level that Raheem Sterling's played that, I think that's a, a top signing for Chelsea. What about Christian Eriksen? He's agreed in principle to go to Old Trafford. Is that the right move for him, Barry? Would he play every week for I Man I think he's United? good enough. Mm-hmm. I think he's good enough yeah. to play every, every single week. But I just think it's a, a brilliant... A brilliant story. I mean, this time last year, Paul nearly died. I know. Yep. Um, we all watched it. And goes away yeah. and obviously makes his comeback. And fair play to, to Brentford. Yeah. Fair play to them. They 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 took him in. And I seen a I seen three or four Brentford games and he still looked top class. Look at the results as soon as he joined. Yep. He still looked apart. Scored a few goals. Technically, um, his abilities um, frightening. Um, but in terms of Man United, I can see why they want to sign him. Do I, do I think he's a, a certain starter? Yep, he's he's good enough to play with Man United. What about Ronaldo? Any word have you heard? So he wants to play Champions League. He's got such an amazing record in it. So he's saying, I love, well, people close to him saying he loves the Man United fans, he loves the club, but he could be leaving Old Trafford. Do you think he will go? Um. I mean, Ten Hag looks to me, if he's a manager, if you don't want to be there, you won't be there. Um, and he has so, to make change, doesn't he? Because they've been... Yeah, I still so think Ronaldo... You don't never write Ronaldo off, even at 37, Paul. Well, he's, he says he's got four years left. Yeah, he's a specimen. He's, he's <laughs> absolutely frightening. And even the criticism he got last, last year, for some quarters, I was baffled. Absolutely baffled by it. I mean, he... Man United struggled and he scored 20 goals yeah. or just over 20 Phenomenal. goals. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I think it will be a big loss, but listen, Ronaldo's Ronaldo. Um, I think he'll make a decision. He wants to play Champions League. He knows his career's coming at an end pretty soon. Um, but we'll just need to wait and see what happens there. Just something James and I were talking about at the weekend. It's tough, isn't it, when you go down the divisions? Airdrie. They have gone viral after naming 13 trialists in their lineup against Cumbernauld Colts at the weekend. Yeah, I've seen that yesterday. 13. I mean, it's it's tough. You've been, you know, in the third tier. Mm-hmm. How hard is it? Yeah, it's tough. Certainly tough. 13 trialists. That's the first of them been honest yeah. with you. Um, I, you normally see three or four trialists playing. Um, I was surprised when I seen 13 trialists. But listen, it's an opportunity for the manager to have a look at these players close up and in a, a game situation um, but it'll be interesting to see how many of the trialists actually sign up we'll see what happens other headlines Aaron Hickey looks to be on his way to Brentford Christian Eriksen as we mentioned and Calvin Phillips completes his Man City move five year deal six year six year yeah. oh right six, oh, six. six year <laughs> yep seen it encyclopedic knowledge you I like him yeah. I really like him mm-hmm. Um England th- international. Yeah, um, I think it's a brilliant bit of business by Man City. Um, when he played at Leeds, always been impressed with him. When he was out injured, Leeds struggled. Leeds struggled without him. So I think, listen, Pep knows a player. Sure does. We're nearly out of time. 
you've said in this hour, Celtic are the favourites at the moment, but a lot of business still to come, but favourites to retain the title. What's your message? What would you say to Rangers, what they have to do in the next few weeks? Yeah, I think the Rangers fans will be watching with interest to see who Rangers bring in. I think Gio knows he needs to strengthen because as I always say, you need competition for places. Brilliant that the players have, have signed on. Um, I, th- I think they're short in a couple of areas. So that's something that um, I'm sure Gio's trying hard to, to to get players in. But also on the flip side of that, there will be a bit of worry because you've got these guys going into last year, your contract. And I mean, every single day I'm seeing a re- whether it's a Rebo, Morelos, Ryan Kent. Um, so that's something that the Rangers fans will want to see either them committing themselves to Rangers or Rangers will, will do business if they ain't going to commit I'll ask you more about that next Monday good luck on Friday at the Thanks Masters very much, Paul. enjoy it that should be good tomorrow night at 5 Rob McLean and Simon Donnelly so the conversation continues then Alan Shaw's up next you'll like his voice as well joke all day earlier for Gina Gina on at breakfast tomorrow oh, she's on at breakfast she is yeah of course yeah it's holiday time holiday they're allowed a break yep so Gina tomorrow morning thanks everyone we'll be back tomorrow night with Rob at 5 The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go, go. Service your existing car with us right now and it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December.